Welcome to the family on the Tom Bernard Podcast with Ralph Dewey Vashman, MD, Hackmaster. Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen. Happy D Day, <clears throat> Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brandt Bernard. And we'll be right back. Kristen Burt will join us right after this. Timmy Lammers, I don't know, he's just wandering yep. somewhere. I don't know what's going on. Wandering elsewhere. the streets. In any case, we'll be right back. Kristen Burt will join us right after this with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the walls of world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Hey, this Brian's up. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, metric cruiser, or sport bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. Always think of Roy Orbison. Yeah. I love Roy Orbison. Just all the time, you do? No, when I hear this song. <laughs> when I hear this song. Well, no, most, most all the time, too. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much 100% of the time I'm thinking about Roy Orbison. I loved Roy Orbison. That guy had the googly eyes like there's no tomorrow. His glasses were about three feet thick, and nobody cared. He was still a rock and roll star. Yep. He was a funny-looking guy, but really great voice, great oh, talent. Oh, God, yeah. Tremendous talent. Did he write those songs? Some of them. I think most of them he did, yeah. I mean, he's no talent like, you know, Kristen Burt. No. You know, he's not in that category, but, you know. Oh, gosh, no. Yeah, me, Roy Orbison, same category. You and Roy? (laughs) Yeah. I like it. Okay, we got to start, because Alex wants to talk to you about something, but I want to start off by asking you a question. 
<clears throat> because I've been watching, well, I think I've mentioned it to you, I've been watching a lot of old television just to see how the world, how America, not the world, but how America has changed over the last 50, 60 years, 65 years, something like that. And I, uh, part of the, that whole research that I'm doing is watching Dragnet. And the reason I've been watching Dragnet, I just I watched it at, among other shows like Twilight Zone and Alfred Hitchcock and all that. And the question I have for you is, did Jack Webb ever get the the praise that he deserved for hiring minorities on that show? Oh, we talked about this last week. We did, and I've been sure watching it even yeah. more. I watched it even more. Every time there's a doctor, he's a black man. There's a, there are captains in the police department. There, were, there are black people on every level of society on that show. And that show is 62 years old or something like that, 65 years old now. Did he ever get, or, or is it 55? Yeah, 55 years, not 65. 55 years ago, right? Did he ever get the credit, do you know, for doing that? Because there's another part of it i got to bring up, which he should get the blame for it, too. So, well, I don't think so. I mean, because even last week, I mean, it was, I think, <clears throat> new information to a lot of us. And I, my question would be, where did we lose our way? Right. That's exactly my point, Kristen. Why, if they did that 55 years ago, what happened in Hollywood? What changed in Hollywood? Right? Uh, you know, I, I mean... It, <laughs> A lot of this has to do with what's happening uh, on the studio executive level, and it's been the yes. same people running the studios for a long time. And the reason why television is so good and why we're getting finally unique, interesting stories is that we're finally allowing certain voices that haven't been heard in a long time to finally tell those stories. And so it's going to take – this is not like overnight that this changes. It's going mm -hmm. to take – a generation or two to change and I, I will say that someone like Shonda Rhimes who I think just casts who's who she thinks is best for the role and it winds up to be a really diverse cast we see all the time in her shows uh, probably cast very similar to the way Jack Webb was casting it, well, well, that, uh, it, sh it shouldn't take no it shouldn't take two generations it shouldn't take 50 years because Jack Webb did it uh, he, he turned on a dime he did yeah. And he was hiring, he was inserting people in uh, authoritative positions, respectable positions, educated positions, and other positions as well. I mean, there were criminals on there of right. all races ra race yeah. and backgrounds. And, and, there's, and, and why Hollywood lost their way? Why, why did uh, race, the anti-racism, anti-prejudice fall out of fashion in Hollywood? Right. You know, I know why. Out of fashion, let me tell you, it fell out of fashion. I've worked at organizations, um, you know, working as an entertainment editor. I worked for a women's health um, website. I was the entertainment editor over there. The entire board was white and male and over 65 for a women's health site. Yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, it, it happens on the uh, on the corporate level too. This is yes. not just a yes. Hollywood thing. This goes across the board. So well, I would say a blanket statement that America lost its way in terms of this. Well, it's because of the it's because you're following the money. I mean, right, we went you right. know the sexual revolution in the movies and then remember the '70s movies how m most of them were just terrible. Oh God, entertainment in the '70s was I mean, god awful. They were awful. just it was terrible, awful, and it was, it was mostly it was just like oh let's just have nudity for nudity's sake. We were right. they were just putting out the biggest bunch of crap because people could finally go and see that kind of stuff and the stigma of nudity right. in the movies was right. all you know the '60s were over. We did the little cultural revolution, the little the giant cultural revolution of the '60s. The '70s we went to black 
exploitation films, yep, yep. Um, sexploitation. Every, we exploited, exploited, exploited because there was money to be made. Just like today. Yeah, exactly. And we just uh, All studio executives are ever going to do is follow the money. Yeah. Except for Superfly, that was not exploited. <laughs> no, totally legitimate. Or Shaft. Totally legitimate. Or Shaft. Or Shaft. That yeah, was good I mean, too. that's just, it's always about money. It really has very. It's always yeah. about money. Yeah. I know. Whenever a studio exec talks about, oh, how we need to, uh, you know, um, make sure all voices are lifted and et cetera, et cetera, it's like they're just saying things that get them money. That's correct. Yeah. They don't right. care about anything except for getting yeah. money. But uh, but making well, money in the same Until we get some awards and things like that. Yeah. And right. They realize, you know, when you, because I'll even say something like a, a TV show like Hacks, which is on HBO. HBO Good is show. always willing to take Good more show. risks. Great yep. show. Yep. Season two was fantastic. But, you know, for a female lead over the age of 60 to be leading a show that way. Yeah. It, it's tough. It, that, But it's finally because people are writing it and because there's actually voices behind the scenes <clears> making it and. They're realizing, oh, actually, this is funny. Oh, we can make this. Oh, people will watch. And they get the awards. They're like, okay, right. great. We'll give it another season. So a question I have for you is, is something that's come up in The Offer quite often, which was one of the best TV shows I've ever seen, by the way. It's phenomenal. But it comes up all the time. Did this turn around? Did people of, of color, you know, all people, and by the way, i got to mention before I move on, that the episode I watched today, two things happened. There was a... Uh, a guy from a cleanup crew, he was a Mexican guy from a cleanup crew, and I looked at the the uh, the uh, cast at the end of the show. I can't remember what his what his character's name was on the show, but his real name. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. His real name, blah blah blah, played by Speedy Zapata. <laughs> Like, come on! Your real name is Speedy Zapata, is it? Well, you know, on IMDb. What's that? Is he on IMDb as Speedy Zapata? I don't know. I I didn't bother. Oh, is Is he he really? really? Oh, well, Mm -hmm. think about it. You know, you want to stand out with a casting director. You You have a a name people are going to remember. (laughs) Now, one other thing I'm going to mention is Jack Webb, if he gets credit for hiring people of color, which he did in all roles, men and women. The one thing he did to women on there are allowed to happen to women because I've seen it three times now. <clears throat> Today's episode was about finding an abandoned four-day-old baby in a garbage can and oh. who put her there. Oh. And they finally tracked down a guy who knew the woman who put the baby in the trash can. And he said, now look, you can't tell nobody about this because they can't find out that I'm ratting her out. You know, I, I don't want to be a fink. And by the way, the word fink comes up all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, You're, yeah. I don't want to be a fink. But the woman who put that baby in the garbage can is Fat Donna. <laughs> so they go to Fat Donna's house, right? Donna. They go to Fat <laughs> Donna's house and knock on the door. And this woman answers the door, and she maybe weighs 120 pounds. Maybe. <gasps> She's not that's fat at man. all. Well, maybe that's, you know. No, 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 no. Because she said, one thing you've got to understand is my boyfriend abandoned me. I didn't want to see that baby. It reminded me of him. And that's why I put the baby in the garbage can. And nobody knew I was pregnant because I'm so heavy, they couldn't tell I was pregnant. She weighed like 120 pounds. I'm like, what? Well, people thought that Marilyn Monroe was fat. Fat Donna. You Don't know. forget, fat Donna. Phobia exists. What's that? Oh, fat phobia definitely exists. Well, you also have to keep in mind that the writers of this show, a lot of them probably lived through 
uh, rationing for the war. Yeah, they, they a did. lot of them probably yep. lived through the Dust Bowl. So to them, not being emaciated was fast. <laughs> was fast. So well, there is that. Good point. Yeah, there's also the 1950s diet culture too that was pretty toxic. Like oh yeah. Women, you know, like the cottage cheese diet and. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cottage cheese, cheese and tomato. Cheese. My mom ate that for lunch all mm-hmm. the time. Cottage of... cheese and tomato. I think that was just like a echo of rationing, basically, because yeah, people probably. probably did lose a lot of weight during rationing. I would think so. Well, yeah. think of all so, the stuff that people lived through the wars. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Oh, it wasn't yeah. a, the early 19th century wasn't a fun period in American history. The Great Depression, you yeah, know, there was a lot of lack. Two world wars. They had to make mm-hmm. uh, being thin fashionable because everyone was really really thin that's a good point yeah that is a good point but of course like everything they took it way too far and now back to amazingly thin Kristen burt mm-hmm. that's all i know <laughs> here's an interesting uh juxtaposition from speedy zapata's imdb page really oh, he played a character named pedro in a movie called mir hot as immer spas gemacht <laughs> what? starring pedro pedro in a german movie <laughs> yep Okay, and what does that mean? What did you just say? Uh, let's find Ish out. Ish nine Berliner? Yes. No. I'm not a donut? It means I <laughs> am a that's Berliner. That means. Berliner. I'm not a donut. It means I've always enjoyed it. What is it again? I've let's, always enjoyed it. Let's ask Google Translate. Mir hat es immer Spaß gemacht. Immer is always. Well, there you go. Yeah, Spot is later. Spaß. Oh, Spaß. Spaß? Okay. okay, what is it? I, I've lo- Mir hat es immer Spaß gemacht. And which means what again? I've always enjoyed it. I've always enjoyed working with Kristen Burt. That's what it said. Yes, it's a pleasure. That's what it said. There's no question about it. But I, I really wish that people would look back in our culture at books and movies and television shows and radio shows. And look, we were doing really well in the 1960s. And then the riots started. And it changed everything for the next 50 years. I mean, uh, we were headed in a great direction until a certain group of people took over like they're trying to do right now, and they destroyed where we were headed. Because all of a sudden, no, 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 we we, we never hired any people of color. That never happened. I mean, it's like, why? Because it's easy to control people when you lie to them. It's exactly what, what's, hey, I deal with that on a daily basis. Honestly, God, I work with so many people, every time they open their mouth, they're lying. Every time. It's a form of control. Stop talking about me. <laughs> yeah, Catherine, the big liar, Catherine. Can't help it. Well, this morning she said I was a nice guy, so I knew she was lying. <laughs> Typical. She said was, not is. <laughs> yeah, she said was, not is. That's a very good point. And now back to Ishby 9 Berliner, Bert. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so, Kristen, what's the latest? What's the latest? Well, today in Los Angeles it is our primary, so we're in California. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's our, that's our big... Um, News and you know low voter turnout is a is a big issue and huh. it's kind of astonishing given just what our country is going through that people are that disconnected but maybe that's exactly why they're disconnected. Well, yeah, exactly. They probably think oh. that there's no point. Well, sure. I think there's a, there nobody wants to vote for any of these creeps. That no, too. Yeah. I can't name someone I'm like I want good. in office. I don't. Yeah, I don't care. You're right. There's yeah, it really becomes. Uh, I feel like my votes become defensive because I'm. What I'm doing is hoping that my one vote helps block the person that I don't want in office. Yep. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Which is, yeah. And so it's weird to be thinking that I'm voting defensively. Now, I, I'm no party preference, so I have to go in person and get a provisional ballot in order to vote in the primary. Um, 
and it's just it's just it, the whole thing is just really strange you know, the way yeah the way i feel like i vote now because i'm like oh i'm not voting for a candidate that i'm like yeah i really believe in them i'm like no i just vote defensively well i feel like it's been hold your nose and vote for a couple of decades oh, yeah. Forever, yeah forever you mean oh, yeah. and i want to vote like that's the other thing i don't want to just sit <clears throat> home and not vote because i do want right. somehow my voice heard so yeah. Um, yeah, but so many are, I, I, people are frustrated. Their their vote doesn't seem to change anything. No, it doesn't. And you you, well, you you seem like you you your vote does not move that needle. And I think that's why you have this apathy. Depending that, on, like in Minnesota, yeah, it's always going to go one way. Why even bother? Yeah, what's the point? Well, no, in, point. we have an interesting situation happening with our mayoral race where we have Rick Caruso, who is up until January was a Republican, um, very deep pockets billionaire um he's built the grove and americana if you've, anyone visited california knows those outdoor malls um and all of a sudden he's got the support of, of very wealthy hollywood and then you have karen bass who's running against him lifelong democrat and you know rick caruso saying hey i promise i'm a democrat i believe in you know reproductive rights all the things that democrats are concerned about but i, I want to clean up la with the homeless situation and then you have karen bass who is a Democrat, and you do believe at least that she believes in some of the Democratic values, but she's been in office for so long in some way, shape, or form in Los Angeles, you're like, well, why haven't you cleaned up the homeless exactly. situation? Exactly. Mm -hmm. No, Kristen. <clears throat> so got this big battle. And one thing I want to mention, if either of them gets more than 50% of the vote today, they will be mayor. They will not do a runoff come oh. November. Oh, really? will end the race. So there's a lot at stake, and you've got just a lot of sides battling each other. It's really fascinating. Now, we have a uh, rule on the show that we implemented uh, just about uh, three hours ago that you can't say the words Democrat and Republican and include the word values at the end of it. You can't do it. It's against the rules. No I yeah, totally what values? <laughs> what values are you talking uh, about, sister? The juxtaposition. No, I mean, it's literally why I'm no party preference. <laughs> Dude, I don't either. I don't, I don't either. I don't have a party preference at all. So, Christian, would you say that the homeless issue is, 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 is one of the major issues in L.A. now? Oh, absolutely. We're a mess right now. Yeah. We're, we're a mess. Do you think it'll happen in San Francisco and Portland and <laughs> Seattle? San Francisco's a disaster. Oh, God, San Francisco is in bad shape. Yeah, it's it, unfortunate. It, it, it just is, you know, you know, so many of the people that are homeless, you know, they're just living cheap. They're just living. This is a choice. Well, yeah, when an efficiency apartment is $8,000 a month. <laughs> well, there is know. that. There is that. Well, I was talking to some friends that asked me about it. I won't name the hotel, obviously, but they asked because we've stayed there before and many years ago it was. But they asked me, they were going to an area that I'm familiar with, and they said, I'd like to stay at that hotel that you stayed at. And I said, okay. And I said, you know, it's pretty spendy now. You know, 25 years ago we stayed there, it wasn't that spendy. Uh, he said, well, what do, you, what do you mean? So I checked. I was sitting right here where I am now. I checked on my computer. The room he wanted, five thousand a night. Oh my God! <laughs> like, what? what on? Oh, has anybody traveled lately? Airline five tickets grand are a insane. Night. Are they? I yes. To to, um, New York City to go see a friend in a show. Excuse me, I'm losing my voice. And uh, it was a thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, that's like they're trying to make up for all the money they 
didn't make yeah. it during COVID because flights were so oh, cheap because they were just trying yeah. to get anybody well, to take any yeah. flight. Well, they're like, here, fly here for $15. Well, they also have the big problem is that they have not had staff come back nope. because they fired so many people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And people right. haven't yeah, been coming back. Now that mask mandates are dropped. Yeah. Well, they all they well. What I read is is that um, the airline is just going to cut flights so that they can keep them staffed because they were Thousands having they were having to cancel so many yep. flights because they didn't have crew. That's exactly right. Well, we're talking. I don't. Europe's mention, in the same situation. I don't want to mention the restaurant, but I was trying to make a rest uh, reservation last night at one of our favorite restaurants, and they're closed on Monday Sundays and Mondays because they can't find anybody that'll work on Sundays yeah. and Mondays. Everything in our town has very odd hours because of that. Yeah. it's like we're open from three to six p.m. on Tuesday, <laughs> noon to eight on Wednesday. Exactly. It's just really weird. And with the yeah, cost- even our Starbucks in my neighborhood, yeah. it used to be open until like eleven p.m. Not that I wanted coffee at eleven p.m. Right, but, um, right. Some people do. They close at like eight o'clock now, just because. Yep. God. Are we ever going to get back to where we were? Now, gas for the first time in history went over five dollars a gallon today in the country. There's still a couple of places it's just under five, but there are a lot of places it's way over five. Oh yeah, California, I'm sure is close to seven at this it is. point. Yeah, well, it is. Three weeks ago, I joined that BP. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, because oh. you get 5 cents off a gallon or something like that mm-hmm. and right. where I gas up it was it was 3.89. Yeah. And then God. it was 5 cents off a gallon and I was like, I'm getting gas cheap. Okay, so that was okay, so I've been sick. I haven't been weeks. gassing up in yeah. 2 weeks it's now 4.79. <laughs> oh. In 2 weeks. Wow. There you have it, 4.79. Yeah. Yeah, we've been over 6 for a while, but yeah. it's kind of stayed at 6. Wow. Just kind of it's a lot for gas. Gas money helps a lot. We uh, use gas I mean, I, I'll tell you, I've been hanging on to my Prius. I would like to get a new car, but I'm like, there's no inventory. No. Anyway. Yeah, there's not. So I'm, and I want to get another Prius, and guess what? I'm going to pay a huge premium if I get another Prius anyway. So. Why? Just hold on They're to that, expensive. baby. I'm just well, hanging no, on to it. I have no car payment. Just hanging on to it. Yeah, there's no inventory, and the chip shortage is now making companies that are making new cars cut things like heated seats and right, stuff yeah. like that yeah, and so that. they're yeah people i'm sorry we live in minnesota heated seats are yeah. they're a must yeah. not yeah. a luxury <laughs> it is a have to have situation up here See, i'm surprised the car all those cars to california i don't need a heated seat no. that's true you yeah, don't there you go. well i don't know it gets below 60 sometimes yeah. oh heated seats it's nice does. But I'll just turn the heat on. I turn, when it's 65, I turn the heat on in my car. So yeah, oh your little perfect God. weather ass gets mm-hmm. cold, just like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't need. I still don't need it. So I'm surprised that car manufacturers haven't taken non-essential things like that, heated seats and that kind of thing, things that don't matter if they're you know within a millisecond response time, and had a CPU handle those rather than a discrete circuit for every single little thing. Because, like, the heated seats have their own discrete circuit. Uh, the radio has its own discrete circuit. Everything has its own chip. But I don't think that's really necessary. Well, I think, not now. Yeah, right. I think everything could just share one CPU. They're, like, $200 each. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't ha- want to have, like, the acceleration or the cruise control. Or that. They should have their own circuitry. But I don't know why they have circuitry and chips for every single little thing like that. Right. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. No, Why don't you right. text Elon Musk or tweet him and ask him? Well, honestly, that's probably Tesla probably Elon? did do that, and that's why they're <laughs> able to produce cars. Is because yeah, well, he's having a hard time too. Apparently, he's having a hard time yeah. getting his uh, 
what is it, nickel or something that he needs? Yeah. What's for the batteries? Yeah. But you need you need to start making chips and start manufacturing in America. I know. Well, they should have started. Do we have the raw materials? Do we have the raw materials here? Yes. For chips? Yeah. Yeah. Do we? Sand. Yeah, it's silicon and copper. Sand. That's it. For just yeah. chips. And platinum and gold. And a little bit of platinum, a little bit of gold, but tiny, tiny amounts. Hmm. And what are we doing now? We're sending more money to China, buying stuff from China we could make at home. What was that again? I guess yesterday there was this announcement there. Just billions of dollars of purchases being made in China that we could have spent at home and we didn't do it. Why are we doing this? Because it's corrupt. Yep, it's all oh, corruption. God. That's why. So they get the big well, kickback. Well, it comes down to the dollar, and companies don't want to invest in the United States. That too. Yeah, everybody's oh, got their king cake. I was actually looking at battery-powered tools uh, moon cake. to see if any of them were made in America. No. I don't think a single one is. No. Oh, even Milwaukee is made in China, even though it's called Milwaukee. No, the cost of doing anything in America is so high. That's why I don't understand how a business that's only open four or five hours a day can pay their business taxes, pay their lease, pay all the stuff that you have to pay, you know, social security taxes, everything on every employee. I mean, it's incredibly expensive to operate anything in America. Yep. Chris, and I don't know why I'm having this problem because I went to Cumulus and I said, look, I've, I've done this long enough. I'd like to do the morning show, but I'd like to do it from noon to three. Mm-hmm. What do you think? <laughs> Does that time frame work for them? No. Well, but in Hawaii, it is the morning, so yeah, in Hawaii, it's just the morning. broadcast it there. Exactly. Just the do it the there. morning drive in Hawaii, which I'm sure can't be very Ooh. long. You could move to Hawaii. You could still do a morning show. Right. Oh, Catherine, you, you didn't know about this yesterday, but Dougie Sprinthal came in to cut a new Nissan ad. Yeah. In the Nissan ad, he takes a shot at Cumulus. Yes, he did. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's not too happy. No, no. he's not a big fan. No. I don't know how to buy mm-hmm. it. But I think it's hilarious. Whatever works. Like I said, whatever works. So, Kristen, um, Catherine and I started watching Bosch Legacy last night. A damn good <clears> show. <throat> that show is as good or better than the original Bosch, I think. You watched it? I, no, I, I was watching Hacks over the weekend. That was my uh, big yeah, Hacks good. weekend. But seriously, don't Catherine, don't you think it's as good or even better? Well, we watched one episode, but it's the same writers, right? It, right, <laughs> same is guys. It, is it the police we captain? One episode back? and it's better. <laughs> the police captain? No, he's a he's a private detective now. Yeah, he quit. He left the police department. No, I'm talking about the 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 tall, the tall, tall He was he became mayor in the original series. Oh, the black man. Yeah. Oh, he's no, such he's a not in the jerk. Movie. What a jerk that guy is. That that he was a his captain. character. His character is a jerk. Oh yeah, I don't know yeah. about the actor. I mean, no, I'm talking about I don't his know his name. A jerk. He's very good at that role. He's, he's really, really kind of like intimidating no, and scary. He's very good at it. No doubt yeah, about it. I wouldn't want to go up against him. Yeah, we watched. Okay. Oh, did you finish uh, Evil last night? Yes. Is it any good? Oh uh, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's not great though, is it? That show, show should not be an hour long. That's no, that is too way long. Way too long. Yeah. But, uh, Kristen, anything new coming out that you've been watching that you know of? Because, man, streaming right now is phenomenal. There's so much to watch on streaming. Yep. Um, and I'm kind of in the midst of, like, Emmy season. So uh, I have Stranger Things on my list. Uh, that's going to be my weekend oh, watch. Yeah. Yep. Change that. Um, you know, I, I have to catch up on a couple of the other, you know, the Apple TVs and some of the Hulu series that I've missed. Um, I want to see the We Crash one about WeWork, the one with Anne Hathaway. Oh, I want to see that, too. Yeah, and then there's the um, Gaslit with Julia Roberts. Oh, um, yeah, you have to pay for that one. 
Yeah. Did you watch it? No, I, I was like, I didn't want to pay for it. Yeah, I have the screener, so I was like, that's the one. That's oh. another one that I want to uh, catch up on. Is it a remake um, of the original Gaslight? No. Oh, it's its own thing. Because Gaslight, people don't know, was actually a movie. That's where the term gaslighting came from. Is yeah. The, uh, the series is about the wife of um, one of Nixon's administrators or senior advisors who actually sounded the alarm on Watergate. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they um, like kidnapped her for a weekend oh, and drugged her to get her to shut up. I did and not know that. Yeah, so uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what Julia Roberts brings to the role. I think it could be kind of interesting. I like her, and I like her brother, too. Her brother's a very... Eric Roberts is a great guy. I've interviewed Eric Roberts. He's really sweet. I he think is. He's a very he's nice so man. interesting. I guess probably during his addiction years, you know, he just had that reputation because he was under the influence. Yeah. He's very yep. Yep. Um, sweet and gentle yep. and... Docile is, I don't know if that's even the right word to describe him, but he really is. He's just, and his wife is lovely, and I don't know, I really enjoyed interviewing him. Yeah, he's on this show, what, about three, four times a year he comes on. He works nonstop. Yeah, he's a very mm-hmm. nice man. Really, really good guy. But yeah, we just, we finding show, we're finding show after show after show. It's been amazing. Oh, Alex has got a show. I have a show. It's Ooh. Prehistoric Planet on Apple TV. What? It's like Planet Earth. But dinosaurs, yeah. and it's all like CGI, whatever. But I it can't is, tell you got little kids in your house. No, <laughs> it's not even like a family show. I mean, it's not really a family. That, like their dinosaurs are killing each other oh, and right. stuff like that. Like it's not like a kid. It's like Planet oh, it's Earth. It's not like Wanda Sykes making jokes as a pterodactyl. No. Okay. It's literally it's like Planet Earth. You guys know what Planet Earth is? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. You don't, yeah. Andy doesn't there's know. Andy's of, the only one that doesn't know what Planet Earth animal is. Animal eat animal stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's just like. Well, that is how Planet Earth is. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so this is prehistoric planet. It's the same narrator and everything, which he's like a thousand years old. I think. I, I can't think David of his. Attenborough? David Attenborough. It's, it, is, it is. Yeah, it is David Attenborough. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's good. He's eight million he? years old. Is I don't know. Him or Morgan Freeman. He talks at the beginning <laughs> yeah, and the end. Oh, he's wow. like on screen and he. He's looks, 96. Yeah. He's wow. Old. Wow. Yeah. But he does such a great job. Rather old. And it's all CGI, but it's just like you're watching these dinosaurs just live their life, and it's incredible. Just the. What's it called? Prehistoric Planet. It's Prehistoric on Apple Planet. TV Plus, right. and there's five episodes, and it's like, I'm trying to think. It's like the coasts, um, freshwater, the Arctic, the desert, and the, there's five of them, and they're each okay. 45 minutes long, and they go by so fast, and we have been watching because we were in quarantine. Um, so we were watching one a night. We'd like make dinner and then just go downstairs and watch one of these right, as like a right. fun quarantine thing. We don't usually watch TV during dinner, but we were like, you <laughs> know, let's thing. spice up our quarantine. Monkeypox. <gasps> yeah, monkeypox. Monkey <laughs> no, Dan and Fawn just had COVID for the with, second time in six months. But with the, with the, is it a little violent for kids? It, uh, depending on the kid, I don't know. Our kids don't. They're not bothered by it. I know. We like we live in the woods and we see dead animal bodies and we're always very like, yep, that's the circle of life, kid. Like I don't know. And there is talk of like mating and there are actually T Rexes mating in one of the we're on episode three. 
And there's, but it's, but it's not, it is, but it is not, yeah, it's not graphic at all. It's like, ooh, baby, baby. And it looks like they're, it just kind of looks like they're snuggling and there's some vegetation in front of it anyway. So it's not like, they do the Austin Powers thing where they're uh, hiding behind trees and stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Like it doesn't, it's not like this graphic intense thing or whatever, but yeah, they talk about mating and all this stuff. And so like for some people's kids, I think it would be like an absolute no but my kids are they love it like and it's 45 minutes long and it's just it's very slow and informative and we finish one and every single time they're like can we watch the next one please and we're like no one a night this one is our night. thing this is our five night series of prehistoric planet yep. five yeah exactly, exactly. i'm just long. like Hour they're 45 long. minutes Sorry. And they're all, they're just so good. And it's mostly dinosaurs that you haven't even ever heard of. Like T-Rex and Velociraptor are two, the only two like common dinosaurs that have been in it. Everything else is, and there's a lot about pterosaurs too, which pterosaurs are, you know, the flying version of dinosaur. And they're depicted so differently now than they were when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, and in Jurassic Park and stuff, because in, stuff? in this, no, they don't actually really have hardly any feathers. They're all the mostly skin. But, like, velociraptors have feathers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, when their wings close, they fold up backwards, and then they walk kind of what would be, like, on their elbow. Oh, yeah, I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, this was not how it was shown when I was young, but right. now they have more information and all this stuff, and I'm just like, that's very, that makes sense. They're misnamed. Pterosaurs? Shouldn't they be aviosaurs? You yeah. think so? Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, terra means membrane, I think. Terra means earth. earth. It's P. It's P. It's terra with a P. It's P. Because pterodactyl, I think, means membrane fingers. There you go. So, yeah. Membrane fingers. Oh, <laughs> I could be wrong. Oh P-T-E-R-A is the Greek Let's prefix see. for membrane. Oh, and I will web. tell you, like, Fawn and Sage will have, like, questions yep, about the dinosaur. Fing- oh, yeah, winged fingers winged or pterodactyl. Finger. Okay, winged so pterodactyl must mean... I mean, they're all yeah, yeah. the same kind of thing. But, yeah, pterosaur, I guess, would mean winged dinosaur. But Makes sense, I suppose. It's so funny, though, because as we're watching it, Dan and I will just be, like, throwing out dino facts. Because, like, we have all these books, like, fact books about dinosaurs that we read to the kids because they both really love learning about dinosaurs my little paleontologist yep and so we both are just like throwing out these dinosaur facts and the kids are just like what how did you know that we're like we're very we're dinosaur experts yeah we're we're grown-ups we know everything we're wicked smart wicked smart smart. i don't know but highly 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 recommend and it's very like calming and i don't know it's great calming dinosaurs i like it i do have to take a break here but i uh, going into the break i have to mention one thing uh particularly to uh, the people who aren't in the room, so that would just leave one woman. That's me. Um, <laughs> who I could think, it be? I think Catherine and I have been, and I have been uh, together for far too long, 42 years, been married for 37 of those years. When the word dinosaur came up, without looking at each other, and at the exact same time, we both went, Roar. <laughs> We've been married too long, I'm telling you. <laughs> we both went roar, roar at the exact same time. Dinosaurs do. They roar. They sure do. <laughs> All right. got to take a break. Be right back. More with Kristen Burt right up to this with the family on the Tom Bernard Podcast. 
Dan Chesky's here from Dan's Southside Marine. It won't be long now until we start seeing boats on the water. Warmer temps and open water are coming soon, Tom. We have inventory in stock now from Alumacraft, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou with more arriving daily. What's the secret to finding a boat you're looking for this year, Dan? My recommendation is to shop now, pick a model, put your name on it. Our team of pros at Dan's Southside Marine will have the knowledge and experience to get the boat you want equipped the way you want it equipped. What about financing options? Right now, we are offering low-interest financing options up to 144 months with qualified credit. Ask for details when you visit the store. Alumacraft Fishing Boats, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou Pontoons, all powered by Suzuki Outboards, are in stock now with new boats arriving daily. Dan Southside Marine is located just six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington or shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. Tom here, and I'm talking with Brad Huckle and Mike Bilski of North American Banking Company. We've talked before about how working with a community bank like North American Banking Company can benefit business owners. Do you have an example you could share with our listeners? Our customers at Homeco Insulation and Blaine have been banking with a big bank for many years, but suddenly their calls weren't getting returned and their banker was unresponsive to their business needs. You can imagine their frustration. They had a successful business, wanted to expand, and their bank cut them off. They were ready to move on from their big bank. When they were referred to us, we knew they wanted to work with a community bank that would be responsive and would take the time to understand their business and its needs. That sounds like a perfect fit. I know it can always reach out and not only talk to an actual person, but I'm talking to an experienced lender. They've told us the same thing, Tommy. Look, I know Brad and Mike, and I trust them with my banking. My whole family does. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, talking a little uh, world, talking a little Hollywood. We're talking about how Hollywood was moving in a great direction in the 60s, and then the rioting started, and that stopped the country for about 10, 20 years. And Sounds familiar. It's going to happen again. Yeah, it already did happen again. Yeah, it already did happen again. It's just so sad that it, we just, I just really wish that we could just shut the hell up and be happy. Wouldn't that be nice? Yep. Wouldn't it be nice if we could shut up and be happy? (laughs) Shut up and be happy. Yeah, that's true. Um, Is there a lot of feeling out there, Kristen, that people love to be victimized? They they say, oh, yes, we're just, you know, I I was victimized. I was deeply hurt. Why do people want to admit they've been victimized and that they're hurt? I would never admit to somebody I I didn't know. I don't really encounter that out here. Oh, Um, good. Glad to hear it. Yeah. Because you do hear, I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, I, you know it's just I feel like there. If you spend too much time either watching news with a point of view, and or time on social media, you wind up in kind of like this weird vacuum of of like-minded people all complaining about the same thing. And I was like, I, you have to just like separate yourself from all of that and find non-biased news 
that really you can educate yourself with what is really happening in our country. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Matter of fact, there was a an edict. I think it was yesterday or this early, very early this morning. The new guy that's running CNN, I can't remember his name, but he's the new guy that's running. He's oh, running, Chris, running. Chris something. Isn't yeah, it? Chris um, something. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. He basically, without coming out right out and saying it, that he's going to get rid of all those far, uh, far, far, far lefty people like Brian Stetler or Stelter or whatever his name is. Uh, Stetler, he's, get, yeah. he's getting rid of that uh, guy that with that Jack Konofsky on the. Uh, Jack Konofsky? No. No. That cannot be his name. (laughs) I think, what's his name? Joe Acosta? No, but I I think so. Jack Konofsky. Give me the pun. I don't know what it's Jack Konofsky. Yeah, that's it. Jack. Classic. Oh, yeah, Jack. Sounds like an insensitive Ooh. Russian character from like yeah. an 80s college movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Well, or no, but, but a porno yeah. character. He has said basically a lot of those people are not going to yes. make the cut because he's sick to death of them lying on CNN. I was very surprised by well, that's that. That's great. I, I, I think that's fabulous. I feel like the more we can uh, – you know, it's so funny. My dad sent me um, – a text today, you know, he's obviously following from Florida. He's following the California primaries today. And he sent me a, a point of view that was very Fox News. I knew that he had Fox News on. Yeah, but that's the point I, because our brains are being poisoned. Yes. And we're, we're not critical thinkers anymore. Like, you have to sit there and look at what the information is yep. and go, wait. Let me question that. That seems like a weird statement or outlandish. Let me do research and find out just the facts from, let, let's say, Associated Press, because they just give you the facts. And, and then read up on it and then go, oh, okay, yeah, okay, that's that person's opinion right. of where things could go. But the truth is, <coughs> this is the number. Pardon me. You know, and I think that's where we're losing the critical thinkers in our society, and that's what worries me. No, I understand, and and I hope, uh, you're right, I hope it's CNN, MSNBC, Fox, all of them. They need to get rid of those lying pukes that they have on there. I I can't watch the news anymore. I just can't watch it because I I look at them and go, you're lying. Why? You're lying to try to get me to vote your way. I just, it's got to stop. Let me think for myself. I don't need you thinking for me. Right, yeah, news but activism. Some people don't is... want to think, and they don't want to do the research. And yeah, I true. even see this. True. This is crazy too, because like on an entertainment level, sometimes people are like, "Well, where do I find that?" And they will ask me via Twitter, and I'm like, "Go to Google, dude! Like it's all right there. All the information's right there, and like you should be curious enough and want to educate yourself to find out more facts or read the article or whatever it is or right. watch the video." Right. Um, but instead, they just want the information handed to them. So if you're just watching a CNN or a Fox, because both sides are guilty, um, you are only getting, you're being spoon-fed an opinion. Does, and that's that's problematic. Yep. Does anybody broadcast just the AP wire? Just reads the, reads the, what's on the wire? Wouldn't that be nice? Um, I, does Newsy do that? I feel like Newsy kind of gives Newsy? you just... Yeah, Newsy does it much better than everybody else. But I don't feel like they're as, as you know, mass media like no, they're not. Press they're or CNN or, uh, or Fox. I think mass media is just kind of the age of mass media is over. It's proven that it doesn't work. Yeah. Because all mass media ended up the exact same way. 
it all went hyper-partisan, focused entirely on money and shock value and that sort of thing. If not a right, single one could survive why. the mutation, then what makes you think that having a new one isn't going to just end yeah. up doing the exact same thing? I can't watch it. I cannot watch a minute of it anymore. Your mom and I used to watch no, the news I mean, every my, night. My dad was even asking me, he's like, I, I said, he was asking me if I was voting today, and I said, yeah, I'm voting in person because I'm NPP, which means no party preference. And he was like, what is NPP? And I just said, you know, I don't buy into either party. They're both BS. I agree. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, but he was he didn't even understand, like, what that was because he is, he will live and die by the Republican Party. Um and I don't think you can live and die by any party. In no, this you can't anymore. Well, the fact that they make it more difficult to vote without registering to a certain party is really, I don't know. That just sounds like corruption to me. I agree with that, too. You didn't used to have to do that. It's like, oh, if you're not if you're not part of one of the secret clubs, then we're going to make life harder on you. Right. That just doesn't make well, sense. Absolutely. And I have to go down and vote. It's not an inconvenience. It's something that I want to do. I, I like the privilege. But a, for a lot of people, that's you know, time out of their day or, you know, they don't have, they don't have the time off from work or whatever it is. It's a privilege. No, it is. Absolutely. You know what changed in my family? And this is, this is a true story because my mother was an ardent Democrat her whole life. And she was, by the end of it, she was the only one left just before she died that still believed that the Kennedy family was not filthy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're Catholic, you know. That's exactly they why, because they were Catholic. Good she Catholic wouldn't admit it. People, of course. They were Catholic, and they yeah. were all good-looking and like, oh, yeah. rich. Yeah. She would and not admit I said, well, what about Joe Kennedy, Mom? No, no, no. He gave birth to really good kids. It can't be him. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm. You know, I, I grew up in Massachusetts, so you do oh, grow sure. up under the umbrella of the Kennedy legacy oh, and it, yeah. it still does exist and there's there's something like mythic about it Camelot and that's beautiful and shiny and lovely but I mean you read the history of it just even Jackie and, and uh, JFK's marriage was fraught with a lot of drama I mean oh, it was yeah. not a happy marriage no not at all it was arranged too wasn't it I, I think so I believe it was an arranged marriage yeah he was busy he was busy with everybody else but Jackie pretty much and then she married Onassis and floated around on a yacht for the last 20 years of her life. Why not? Yeah, yeah why not? I, <laughs> I suppose mean, you have to put up with that. Yeah, I mean, she went, she went through quite a bit. And, and, you know, she died rather young, too. I mean, I think she died in her 60s. Oh, did she really? Um, I didn't yeah. know that. Lymphoma. <coughs> Lymphoma. Really? Oh, really? Which one? So. Jackie Onassis. Jackie Onassis. Uh, she died at the age of 64, yep. Well, oh was, was, there was a mini-series about the um, Kennedy family that was really good. It wasn't called The Kennedys? It was called it The Mafia. Just... The one with Martin Sheen, because Martin Sheen always plays the Kennedys. Oh, was yeah, that that, always was that the one? I, I mean, that family was not... <laughs> they were in The Mafia. It was not a fun, nice no. family No, not at I mean, all. Ted Kennedy Whoa. and Jeff Whittick, I mean, that is like... And then the, the way that that narrative turned around and he became like the elder statesman for the family. Right. I mean, everyone thought that JFK Jr. was like the next great hope. And I mean, he dies in a plane accident. Yep. I mean, it, there is so much tragedy. So yep. much tragedy. A lot of tragedy. And, and you, then you, you add in Arnold Schwarzenegger who's sleeping with the maid because he's married to a Kennedy. Exactly. I, mean, <laughs> I know. What Just... a world. 
Yeah. What a world, what a world. Well, Kristen, another great, great report, I thought. And Catherine and I, if you want us to do our, our dinosaur roar before you go, we can do that if you want. <laughs> we, we'll, we'll hold on till next week then. What about that? Will you actually video it for me and then text it? <laughs> we will do that. We'll get Thank that done. You. No question about it. All right, young lady, we'll have a magnificent week. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a break and be right back. Another great guest coming up right after the break.